At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, I'm Sarah Rook Ruck Roosh, and I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast because he's an idiot, swears like a trucker, loves puppy dogs, and gave away a kidney. Now here he is, Eric Zane! Yeah, 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 let's go, let's go! Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. For today is the 728th edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'll finish the week on New Year's Eve at 730. 730. And then you got the first is Saturday. Second is Sunday. The third is Monday. The fourth is Tuesday. The fifth is Wednesday. And then the anniversary is January 6th. Thursday, January 6th. That is the three-year celebration. It won't be a celebration. It'll be like any other day for this podcast. So that will be show 734 is the three-year anniversary of this I, I'm pissed off because I just got a beautiful, a beautiful uh, hate message from one of the Free Beer and Hot Wings uh, acolytes of St. Joe Gassman, who just sent me a mean one today. And I woke up, I'm, I'm looking at my phone, I'm, I'm like rubbing the sleep out of my eyes. I see, uh, you know, it's some something attacking me. And I, I, I kind of read it in a, in a, in a, a hush and then it like disappeared in a hush what in like an instant and it disappeared and then i i can't find it i can't find it anymore so i don't know what the fuck happened it was something about this person was beating the shit out of me because i, I something about my son that's like wow I, I i haven't seen that's a weird one you know that's i'm glad you're there thank you i appreciate that uh, welcome back, whoever you are. I don't know. I don't even know why the fuck I'm bringing that up. Uh, this is um, quite a day. I I, I want to get right to this. My brother Mike is doing much better. Thank you very much. So many of you were worried about regular Mike. Mike's no spring chicken. He's 63. All sorts of comorbidities, comorbidities, uh, uh, asthma, heart arrhythmia, high blood pressure, and 63. COVID loves people that old. And uh, he, he uh, uh, came down with it, and it was, it was messing him up. It was messing him up bad. And what you got here is you got a lot of, I'll just say it, it's a lot of stubbornness. 
A lot of old school mentality. Rub some dirt on it and it'll be fine. Uh, we have a... Uh, we got one. We got an anti-vaxxer in the family. Whole family. All of them. They're, you know. So, you know. Some time ago, we said our piece. And uh, that, that, that was not a good day. When we had to, uh, you know. My brother Jim you know, doesn't mince words at all. This is right after my mom died and the uh, vaccine was made available and he found out that he's not going to get it. So things got a little dicey there, but we're family. We can do that. So we all had to give him a piece of our mind. And I said, hey, I'm not going to yell at you, ding dong, but, uh, you know, this is the one time I'll say it. I already buried my mother. I don't want to bury you. It's coming for you. Get this thing or it's coming for you. Well, he got it. So I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm, I'm not going to be the I told you so guy. And he lives and he's going to live. That's that's the good news. Well, I mean, as far as I know, I think he's getting out of the hospital today. So I'm pretty sure he's going to live. Uh, the It did not get into his lungs, which is remarkable because it loves lung meat. And it affected him very strangely. And that's the thing. You just don't know. I mean, my neighbor Leonard, he, he got it. And next thing you know, he has a stroke. Dead. You know? Um, but he's, he's going to be okay. So thank you for thinking about uh, us. And uh, yeah. Hopefully this will be the thing to make him go, yeah, I, I don't want this again. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I'm going to go get the jab ASAP as, as you all should. Okay. Again, I don't want to be at your funeral where I'm there and everybody's crying and I, I walk in there with a chip on my shoulder like, what the fuck? Why am I even here, you ding dong? All right, that's enough of that. That's enough soapboxing for today. Just want to let you know he's okay. Wow. Dear Meathead happens in 53 minutes. And a number of you have sent questions. Thank you so much for those. If you have something else that you'd like to contribute, maybe something on your mind uh, for Dad and Joanne and Dear Meathead, by all means, send it along. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Dear Meathead brought to you by my friends at JM Synthetics, distributor of Amsoil products. All right. Uh, alone in the Eric Zane Show pod. Well, alone in my bed. No, that's not true. I had Bruce. Uh, Diana traveled with uh, Madison to my brother's house. My brother Jim. They hung out there. Coming back today. The NFK and I doing our thing. We didn't have sex. We didn't do anything. Uh, all right. Yesterday. Um, this is incredible. Hang on. Um, I had to do, I had to run a couple errands. I had to go pick up some medicine and I had to go to Meyer grocery store, you know? So, uh, I was as usual excited about that. I love, uh, getting out of the house. So rarely do. Um, jump in the truck. Before that, I get a phone call from Chris B. Uh, Zaniac Chris is a uh, terrific uh, plumber and he volunteered some time ago to help me out because I've got uh, like when the, the faucet handles 
It, they're really old and dated here in this household, as is everything. The whole house needs to be updated. These handles are busted. He goes, I'll fix them for you. So he fixed one in the bathtub and now in, in uh, the bathroom that's off of uh, Madison's room. It needed to be repaired. And so Diana uh, reached out and said, hey, did you did you get those parts? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll drop by. So she, uh, he he uh, reaches out to me and says, hey, man, I'm coming over. Diana wants me to come and fix those. I go, okay, great, man. I appreciate that. And uh, he says he'll be over about 5 p.m. I go, cool. At 3.30, I venture out to be back here by 5 p.m. to hang out with Chris for him to repair the faucet. I'm walking through the Meyer parking lot. And the next thing I know, Chris is right there. And he goes, I thought that was you. I go, oh my God, we're crossing paths before you even get here. And he's like, yes. Oh my God, this I thought that was you. Uh, so I'm guessing he saw the truck, you know, he figured it out. He goes, and then I saw the sticker on the back and I, I knew it was you. I go, yeah. Huh? What are you talking about? He goes, the sticker on the back of the truck. I go, I, I haven't put a sticker on the back. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> All right, the plot thickens. Some time ago, there was a magnet on the back of my truck that said, danger, driver has huge testicles. And um, included next to the, uh, in addition to this magnet, being on the back of the embellisher, there was uh, the truck nuts on the back by my uh, trailer hitch. So I was like, uh-huh, thanks. That was, uh, I don't know how long ago that was. So I'm like, now Chris revealed to me right then and there what was on this quote-unquote sticker. It's not a sticker. It's another magnet like this one. But I guess I was driving around Hudsonville, Michigan, with this on this magnet now on the back of the embellisher. And, you know, for the folks, this is why you need to watch on Twitch. Twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. It is a homophobic magnet that says driver is gay. Like that's some kind of insult, you know? I mean, and I've got tons of people who love me that are gay. And so right now they're like, oh, God, it, that, that's being, that's one of these sick fucking zaniacs is treating that like it's some kind of insult. What the fuck is wrong with you? Driver is gay. And, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking about my, my gay friends who watch this. And they're like, oh, God, hey, look, don't, don't, don't let this bother you. This is who I'm concerned about, my gay friends. That is not an insult. If I had a taste for penis, I would be proud of how many penises I could put in me. And uh, the fact that someone who also is gay 
loves me. All right? That's all what this is about. Who is your lover? It means nothing in the world. Okay? So it says driver is gay, and it's this horrible homophobic uh, uh, magnet with the rainbow on it and then a, uh, a yellow warning sign, a yellow triangle with an exclamation point, like driver is gay. Fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I was like, oh, no, that is so funny. And I laughed about it. Uh, I then went into the store. I didn't even bother going taking it off. So I drove all the way through Jenison Hudsonville with uh, driver is gay on the back of my vehicle. Now, I want you to know that. um, And and, uh, Jason Schaefer, who's suspect number one on this, he says that doesn't seem phobic to me. More declarative. Okay, you can look at it any way you want, you sick fuck. But this seems like it's some type of mean-spirited uh, thing. Like, hey, look out, there's a gay guy here. And you can uh, uh, split hairs any way you want, you fat fuck. But this, in my opinion, is a horrible homophobic slur that uh, that you are dispatching onto the world, you sick asshole. So, all right. There I am, gay. Everybody thinks that. Now, um, I think that this manifested because of the Bosco's appearance. The appearance at Bosco's Pub. Now, I don't have any information uh, about who is responsible for this. But the suspects are whoever was at Bosco's. (coughs) Excuse me. With the exception of my wife, you got Amanda. Jason, their children, uh, Amanda's mother. I'm sorry, Andrea, Jason. I always get those two mixed up because of the names beginning with A. Andrea, Jason, their children are suspects. Um, Andrea's mother is a suspect. Shelly, Shelly's daughter, um, Stephanie, her boyfriend, Guido. Is that his name, Guido? Gibraltar? I forget his name. Guillermo? Doesn't it begin with a G? Um, Sarah Rukrak Roosh, Amanda, Kevin Kuypers, sick fuck D, Gavin is his name. Um, I knew it began with a G. Boring, sick fuck Dean, half black Neil. I don't know if it would be Kyle Ryan. I don't, I think we can eliminate Kyle Ryan from this from this discussion. I'm reasonably sure it's not Kyle Ryan. Who else? Oh, um, Lisa Kay and her husband, Eric. I think that's it. Kuypers is out. He wouldn't do that. Diana was there too. Um, she's not responsible. Amanda, no. She did not leave. Sarah, no. She did not leave. Those two just sat there and yelled at the top of their lungs to all the uh, uptight Hudsonville people. Sick fuck Dean did not get up. 
nor did half black Neil. Amanda's trying to make herself uh, throw me off the trail by saying, I left early, though. No, there's, there's no way you would have done that. I am leaning in on, I think this would be a Schaefer joint with accomplices or at least knowing about it, Dean. I, I just, I just, I can't shake that. They're, they're too much of troublemakers. Lisa, no way. Just too sweet. Not devious enough. I vote this is a Schaefer, sick fuck Dean endeavor. That is the accusation based on troublemaking abilities. And I want you to know, whoever is responsible for this uh, homophobic slur, you put my life in jeopardy, okay? Uh, hey, hey, Amanda. Uh, you, you you might want to stop outing people because I don't know uh, what we may know might not be something that the person you're talking about may not want it to be, you know, put on the chat. Dumb fuck. Don't you. Shut up. What are you doing? I don't know that that's widely disseminated or spread, that information. I don't know that to be true. I haven't heard that from him. You're just saying that. I, I mean, maybe that's true, but I can't be sure. So you might want to shut up. God. Here we are, less than... 24 hours removed where you just got fucking jacked by your boss for having a huge mouth. And Jesus. Shh. Andrea says, no, I knew because he said it here. Uh, well, you know what? Until I see it with my eyes, that is, uh, that is not for discussion, frankly. Okay? You guys are jackasses. You're just fucking morons. One of the... Seriously, what a bunch of dumbasses. I don't care what you know. Shut up! I'm driving through the most homophobic community... In the United States, okay? The fucking people who know the bad guys who, you know, strung Matthew Shepard up to a fucking uh, fence in Wyoming, look at Hudsonville and Jenison and go, man, that place is homophobic, okay? And here I am driving in an old school Silverado with a driver is gay magnet. From you fuckheads. 
What the hell? Amanda, shut up. Shut up. My God. Jesus. You need to stop communicating on this fucking chat for extended time. You have earned, you have now gotten to Kenny status. Shut up. Every time you talk, more people are fucking hating you. Why do you do that? So now I have a collection going here. Uh, I have a, a, a driver has, wait a minute, where is it? I can't do it. Driver has huge testicles and driver is gay. So what's next? What's next? Are you guys going to amp it up? Is it going to say a driver rapes kids? A drive, driver is a pedophile? Crank says, I still don't see how this is how this is homophobic. Well, that's because you live in Cedar Springs. Of course you don't. This is this is why you live where you live. It's because of this. You don't see I don't get it. I don't get it. This is intended, dumbass, to be a joke about someone. And that's supposed to be like, oh, avoid him. He's gay. We all know what you're doing, you jackass. And you see, with that, you are you are uh, absolutely, absolutely the, the top suspect in all of this. Red Wizards ate my baby. Adam says, me thinks thou dost protest too much. So you're suggesting I'm gay. Well, maybe I am. But that's not protesting. That's just simply saying that whoever put this on my car hates gays. That's what we have here. Whoever did that is a hater of my gay friends. I have so many gay friends that love me very much. You bunch of sick assholes. Oh, my God. No wonder why you all wanted to fucking uh, 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 raid the Capitol on the insurrection. No wonder why you assholes all wait, wear MAGA hats and are anti-vaxxers. What the fuck? Thank you, Kent. Thank you. Kent bringing it all back. He says, I don't hate gays. Of course you don't. Unbelievable. Unacceptable behavior by this bunch. Okay. Update for you. Uh, Kent says, I put the sticker on your truck. I don't believe that. Uh, yesterday, late in the show, we discussed with you, or I discussed with you. There's not we. There is no we. It's just me. Uh, the gigantically, uh, this big proclamation that um, I guess I can only refer to him as Matthew. Now, Barasa in Pennsylvania. On Facebook or whatever it was, he posted, uh, Heretofore, I shall now be known as Matthew. I will no longer be referred to as Matt. Please do not refer to me as Matt going forward. 
Thou shall be known as Matthew heretofore. I read that one. Who, what? What? <laughs> okay. Beat him up pretty good on the show yesterday. Called him up. Had him on the had him on the show. Uh, he sent me a Christmas card. Him and his lovely better half, uh, Amanda. Here it is. Look at these two. Look at these lovebirds. Look at. Since they met, they've been, um, you know, stuck together like this. They just getting a little handsy here in this photo, by the way. And they're getting married in June of 23. Not this next June in six months. But a year from then. And I am traveling to Pennsylvania to marry them. And I can't wait. So they sent me this nice Christmas card. Look at that. It's so sweet. And then they signed it. Uh, it was signed on the back. Oh, no. Wait. Huh? <laughs> Christmas 2021. Warm wishes. This holiday seasoned. Season. Why did I say seasoned? From circled Matt and Amanda. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. As I discuss this, I see Kent writing, I bet he sniffed his fingers after this photo shoot. Did, did you wind up, did you wake up and just uh, decide you're going to stir a bunch of shit up here? What are you doing? Mr. Uh, what is that stupid political party that you, uh, that never wins, that you're part of? What are they called again? The ones that usually gets like 0.0000001% of the vote. What is it called? Liberty something. Green, Green Party, that's it. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Green Party. Uh, the one that you, you wanted. Oh, Libertarian. Ooh, ooh it's Mr. Mr. Libertarian with the funny ha-ha. Ooh, Libertarian. Get it? Liberty. Oh, more like losertarian. You haven't, what the fuck, for like 50 years, if you were to add up all the votes for the past 50 years that the fuckface libertarians have uh, accumulated, it'd be like 100. Oh my God. And remember, he's like, yeah, man, hey, take a look at his website for this candidate. And then you open it up and the shitheads say, we stand for medical freedom. What? Shut up. Libertarian. I'm a libertarian. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Uh, Amanda says, that's why Kent has his name. Amanda, shh. You're not allowed to talk for the rest of the show. You already fucked everything up. We need the details about what happened at work. 
public nuisance says their problem is branding and advertising. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, well, tell them. You got to tell them, man. You got to fill them in so that they know what's wrong. Free beer is a libertarian. No, he's not. He's not anything. He's uh, he's the last thing he reads. Fuck that guy. All right. Libertarian is a cute way of saying, I'm not supporting any of these assholes, but I'm not going to waste my vote either. I'm No, you are. You are wasting your vote. Corey, shut up. Nobody cares. Go work on the Discord. I'm kidding. He says, they only stand for medical freedom as long as it doesn't hurt the general public. They believe you should be allowed to do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting someone else. Well, that's stupid. Because if you're not getting the vaccine, you're hurting someone else. So there you go. Let the libertarians on the debate stage and they'll smoke the Democrats and the Republicans. Yeah, that's what's holding them down. They won't let them on the debate stage. They suck. All right. So that's my story. That's what's happening here is uh, homophobic, Zaniacs decided to try to uh, try to do this to me. This is the treatment I get. All I do is give, 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 and and this is what I get. I get this type of 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 awfulness. Oh my god! Holy shit! And I, you know what? I take it back. This isn't awful. If I if the world if the world sees me as gay, well then damn it, put one right in my butt. That to me makes me the greatest of Americans. Okay? What the hell? The problem is, though, I cannot um, I cannot represent the gay community as being a gay man because I'm not a gay man. However, I don't think you can fit all that onto a magnet. You ding-dongs. All right. Um, the show is on Twitch, as I indicated, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Thank you for being here. Part of it, as much as we, uh, as I make fun of you and I attack you and I say mean things about you. Well, you do the same too. We're all in the same boat, having a good time here. Uh, welcome to, uh, hate listeners. I always like to uh, point that out. Uh, whenever I'm doing the show, whenever the twins are off and the uh, in the morning zoo over there on the world famous free beer and hot wing show I, I welcome you hate uh, hate audience members um sit around you don't have to make yourselves known i know you like to hang out uh, behind uh, anonymous names and then fire insults at me and tell me i'm a piece of shit and uh, my podcast sucks dick and i'm never going to make it it's like i i already made it because of these these assholes that put driver is gay on the back of the embellisher. That's why I've made it. I I have made it. So thank you very much, though, for being here. I appreciate uh, you supporting the show. <coughs> Excuse me. Even if, um, you know, you you hate me. Okay. I don't care as long as I don't bore you. If I can sit here every day and command some of your time, 
I don't care if you hate it, just as long as it's not boring. If it's boring, like around the room, well, then I've got a problem. Then I am struggling, and uh, we just cannot have that. The one thing we cannot have is boredom. 28 minutes still, dear Meathead. Send your questions along, eric at ericzancho.com. I also have a Patreon. Uh, that is basically just, uh, you know what? Uh, Sarah just signed up for it. She signed up for a full year, the multi-talented Sarah Rukruk Rouge, who uh, lost on Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. I think she's got a confidence issue, okay? I think I, I'm, I've been analyzing Sarah, and I think Sarah fills a room with boisterous exclamations like, hey, I've got hooker boots, and, and breaks my eardrums, just like Amanda. The gruesome twosome when it comes to um, uh, volume and decibels. The divas of decibel, Amanda and Sarah. Oh, holy shit. I think, I think I need to help her brush up on her confidence because she is so worried about wrong answers and looking like a ding dong on trivia she was like she'd give i give her a question on the trivia game with dale and she's like well i i I don't she immediately like um what do they say what is it uh shrinking violet is that a term i've heard people say that i don't know what that means is it shrinking violet she like kind of like uh oh oh, she's like uh, all of a sudden sheepish about her answers. I was like, no, she got two of them right, for God's sake. Uh, It's very rare that anybody gets them all right. You did great. I got, I get the, this is, I've analyzed her. She's loud like that to make up for her lack of confidence. You've got to kick in the door. You did fine. Come on now. Uh, That was on yesterday's Patreon for Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. I need a player for next week's game. If you have never played trivia against Dale or haven't played in a long, long time, I'm going to be looking towards uh, you. If you want to reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Say, hey, I'm in for trivia, then by all means. Um, But the Patreon is uh, yet another avenue for uh, me to uh, put content out there. Um, It's five or ten bucks a month. It's driven only by your dollars. There is no marketing on it whatsoever. It is just me continuing the podcast. Basically do this free podcast for two hours, two hours plus, and then go on Patreon for about another 40 minutes or so. And uh, there you go. That's every single day of the week. The Patreon bonus podcast plus smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. As I indicated, the lost insane recordings from, uh, Five, six years ago when I was on the radio on BBL. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100, which you get commercial-free and before it even airs, which the Christmas special. Oh, everybody loved the Christmas special. My God. My favorite song was Rob Halford. Um, Oh, Holy Night. God, can that guy sing? And then um, the Crown Jewel, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which I just had someone reach out to me. And say that he loves the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Someone who I didn't even know existed. A lot of my Patreon members, you know, you got the usual suspects who join me live on it. This is a person who I didn't even know listened to it. And this person, I think, wants to adopt Rusty the dog. So keep your fingers crossed. We can find a home for Rusty. 
So there you go. Uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And the open of this show brought to you by Horizon Hydroponics. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. This is a business with four brick and mortar stores, two in Grand Rapids, the Grand Rapids area, one in Lansing, one in Kalamazoo. But no matter where you are listening to the podcast, okay, let's say you like smoking pot. Sorry, I'm supposed to say cannabis. Um, and then you're like, I think I want to grow it on my own. A little bit more complex than just getting your hands on a seed or a, um, a clone clipping and throwing it in soil. You want to do this right. And if you do it right, you're going to have a, uh, an absolutely fantastic harvest indoors in the cold months. And then, um, I don't know, can you grow it outside in southern climates? I don't know that. I think it depends on sunlight. I think that that's what it is dependent on. So I think we are in the indoor growing season. That's a question for John. I'll have to ask him next time. Do people in southern climates, are they able to grow it outside year round? I don't know. All of my knowledge on this is based on the Growers 101 segment. But anyway, you want to grow it indoors. Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. You go there. Oh, I need this, this, and this. You're going to be overwhelmed if you're new to this. Okay. Uh, there's a phone number on the webpage, on the homepage. Call them and ask them. An actual person will pick it up and talk to them about this because they want to give you the best advice. Everybody's terrific over there. Horizon hydroponics.com. H O R I Z E N hydroponics.com. Shipped anywhere in the U.S. for free if your order is over $250. And it's quite easy to get that high. Um, or you can order it online and pick it up if you're in and around any of the areas that I described earlier. When you do buy it online, always use the coupon code Zane Show and you will save 10% on your order. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, yesterday, I was at the gym trying to make my arms bigger than Frank Fuss. It's going to take a long time. Frank has the pythons bigger than like Hulk Hogan. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Some folks, when they see uh, the progressive commercials with flow, they immediately call and say, I need insurance. That is the wrong way to do it. There are hundreds of other amazing companies that do not spend money on advertising. But what they do do is they get help from guys like Frank. Okay, so when you approach Frank and say, I need this type of insurance, he's going to shop for you and get the best rate for more coverage. All right. So that is awesome. And he does it all free. 616-914-4070. That's how it works. 
with Frank the Tank Fuss. His business is called My Policy Shop Insurance. This is what I recommend. Send him a text, 616-914-4070, like right now. Take a little time and do this. Frank, Zane sent me. I need help. That's it. He'll respond to you, and he will lead you through this process perfectly. You'll get a link. You fill out the form about when you want to talk to him, either on the phone, in person, Zoom, whatever it may be. And then you just, it's like you're talking to a therapist. Yeah, I need this, 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 this. He's going to ask you some information to help him on his fact-finding mission. And then he's off like a friggin' bloodhound trying to get you a great rate. Uh, you can also go to buyinsurancehere.com. Frank the Tank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. 20 minutes away from Dear Meathead. Okay. You're going to love this. I know I love this. Some chick on an airplane flight from like Florida to uh, Atlanta. The way this one developed is interesting. Okay. As I understand it, first of all, this chick used to be uh, like kind of like an actress. Well, she was the, the story I see calls her a Baywatch star. She was on one episode. excuse me, Patricia Cornwall is her name. She's 51 now. She also used to appear in Playboy from now, uh, from time to time. And she's on this flight from Tampa to Atlanta. She goes to the bathroom. When she comes out, the drink service is there. They got the big thing, you know, the the cart, and they got to work their way all the way to the back before she can get to her seat. But she says to the uh, flight attendant, she goes, excuse me, can I get by? And they go, well... Kind of a bummer. We apologize, but there's a ton of open seats. Can you just have a seat in one of these while we get through the drink service? And then the aisle way will open up and boom. Is that okay? And um, uh, it wasn't okay. She said, uh, who am I, Rosa Parks? So, I mean, you you could very easily just go, um, no problem. No problem. I mean, I don't see why that's an issue. Uh, this is her on Baywatch when she used to be hot. Okay, she goes, well, who am I, Rosa Parks? Old timer who's there, 80-year-old man, says, that's impossible. This isn't Alabama, and you're not black, all right? So then the argument starts. Let's get to the actual fight as it happened on this flight. On your mark, get set, go. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are you f***ing Okay, she's gotten up. And after he said that, and, uh, and, and she's got her mask off, and now she's decided that she wants to be the mask police, okay? Which she's just, I don't know why she's going down that road. She's yelling at the old timer, 80-year-old man, to put his fucking mask on. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are you fucking mask on? Who invited you? I'm 80, and I can drink your ass up. He says, I'm 80, and I can whip your ass. And she goes, stand up. I'll talk to you any fucking way I want to. He drops Karen on her. He calls her Karen. 80-year-old man says, sit down, Karen. 
Again, this all started because she was, uh, well, he shouldn't have said anything, I guess, when he said, this is, you're not Rosa Parks because this is in Alabama and you're not black. Uh, you know, she's a crazy bitch. But now, now we got this. So thank God he said something. He says, quote, you're a goddamn Karen. Sit down. Sit down, Karen. Now she's ordering him to put his mask on. This has nothing to do with masks, okay? He says, you got your mask down, bitch. <laughs> I love this guy so much. Oh, now she smacked his face. And she's put her hands on him. As soon as you go to Atlanta, you're going get to Atlanta, you're going to jail. And now she spits in his face. He drops the now you're double going to jail on her. Wow. Calls her a piece of pussy and tells her to sit down. She's screaming at him to put his mask on, and she's not wearing a mask. Put your mask on. She scratched my face. I wanted to fuck Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Put yours on, bitch. Oh, boy. Uh, here's her mugshot. This crazy bitch was arrested. Oh, man. Jeez, that guy was awesome. I love him. He uh, he had to show some serious fucking restraint there. She's had other brushes with the law. Uh, the woman who was arrested after she was caught on video slapping the dude, including just last month when she allegedly tried to fight cops in Florida during an arrest for driving drunk. 51-year-old Patricia Cornwall allegedly became aggressive with cops after she, she crashed her gray Nissan into a tree in Santa Rose Beach November 10th. She was not hurt and then became belligerent, a Walton County Sheriff's deputy wrote. Deputy said she initially refused to exit the vehicle or give them her name. Then when she finally got out, Cornwall started going after the first responders. So this is this is normal behavior. This is a fucking lunatic. Once we stopped her, she tried to fight us, the deputy wrote. Sounds familiar. At that point, she was detained for her safety and ours. Why can't, why do we always have to put our knees on black guys who are helpless? Why can't we drop the knee of Derek onto this sick bitch? You know, of I mean, these are the moments when it should be okay to shoot citizens. I mean, no one would give a fuck if they just said, hey, you know what? It's time to go to court. And blammo, right there, a taser. Or you know what you do is you pull out your gun and say, taser, 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 kablammo! Oh, my God. Oh, I accidentally, I didn't mean that, wink, wink. I mean, come on.
Nobody would give a shit if this sick bitch ate a bullet. We need to start shooting these women. Okay? That is what needs to happen. Baywatch star dead after cop shooter for being a bitch. Deputies said they had been called to the scene by a tow truck employee who responded to the crash to provide her assistance. The employee told authorities he had discovered Cornwall in the driver's seat attempting to reverse the vehicle. Smelled booze. Uh, man. Uh, back in 2020, um, she was previously arrested in L.A. and later pleaded no contest to doing this again. She was sentenced to 36 months of summary probation in order to complete 100 hours of community service. I always hate that. I wish we would just change the law. First offense, you lose your license, you know, forever, and you go to jail for 10 years. Community service. Embarrassing. In addition, she had to enroll in and complete a three-month first offender alcohol and drug education counseling program. Those never work. Uh, The same month as the L.A. arrest, her sister-in-law filed for domestic violence protection against her. So this crazy bitch, we have exhibit A, B, and C of her being violent. She attacks her sister-in-law. She attacks cops, first responders, and an old man. According to court documents, this sick bitch has a history of violent outbursts and destructive and erratic behavior. She allegedly sent voice messages to her sister-in-law saying, you are dead. She stated, I just fucked up my whole family and I neither spoke to her prior or provoked this verbal assault, Cummings said in court filings. Cornwall said not to underestimate or doubt her. And all it takes is one phone call. Wow. Um, The sister-in-law said that Cornwall has an infatuation with her newborn son and two daughters, whatever that means. She has bipolar tendencies and paranoia. Cummings wrote, she believes we are with the government and I fear for my life and my children. Sounds like some of you anti-vax zaniacs. Or Kent the Libertarian. <laughs> Medical freedom. Point zero 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 one percent of the vote. We did it. <laughs> Sorry. It's a stretch. Uh former hot chick. She actually she's still pretty hot now. I mean that that image, she's still pretty hot. I have to admit, she's a hot-looking crazy bitch. Look at that. The fist balled up. She's ready to clock this guy. Look at that. See? She's got her fist balled up, ready to punch that old guy right in the fucking face. Damn it. She is an absolute lunatic. So, you know, you have a long history of these types of uh, behaviors. And, you know, will she wind up in prison? Man. Uh, she was arrested at Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta International Airport, later taken into custody by the FBI. Wow. 
That is spectacular. Yeah, that one um, started out making the rounds as a, um, like, a mask, no mask war on a plane. But there was so much more to that. The mask had nothing to do with it, really. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. The guy who drove the car, the NASCAR, or the race car in NASCAR, I don't even know his name. It's Brandon something or other. That guy. Who all he did, Brandon Brown. The dude who won the race. Which, by the way, I don't know if we've ever really gotten into it. This is the moment in question. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just... When she says you can kind of hear the chants from the crowd, and then she pauses right when these hillbillies go, fuck Joe Biden. That, that's my favorite. Let's told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd... Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was uh, learning how each line didn't uh, stay to one and everything shifted top to bottom so much. Okay. This is uh, messing up his career now. This driver, Brandon Brown. All right. Um, this is actually happen, uh, messing things up for him. That dumbass reporter who, who said you can hear them chanting, let's go, Brandon, is what created that way of telling Joe Biden to go fuck himself. As you all know, her name is Kelly Stavast from NBC. After this guy won a race at Talladega or something like that. Who knows? Back in October. Okay. Now... Because of that, no one will sponsor Brandon Brown. And, I mean, it's harder than ever to get people to sponsor NASCAR because it's kind of dried up. The sport has got become uh, not the cash cow that it was lately, as I'm understanding this. Okay? Um, and now this guy is like, yeah, uh, this happening has fucked everything up. He's speaking out on having sponsorship struggles as a result of the chant. Um, the affiliation with the chant is costing him big time. It, it's getting extremely difficult. If you're a national corporation, that means you sell to all customers. And unfortunately, when you get dragged into the political arena, people want you to take a side. This is stupid. Why would anybody think that he has anything to do with that? I think that any advertising person who's worth anything would 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 flock to this guy, okay? Um, because most people understand that he didn't have anything to do with it. He was just there. He won the race. He's getting uh, he's getting interviewed. Oh, what, what? How could anybody who uh, uh, is in charge of marketing for a big company like Coca Cola or whatever? Why would they? Why would that factor into their decision? But he says, um, 
He says, if I'm going to divide Coca-Cola, why would they want to talk to me? The short answer is it's been, uh, it's been tough trying to connect with partnerships just because it's kind of viewed as a ticking time bomb. What is he going to choose or say, and how would that affect our consumer base? It's too much of a risk. I understand it on their side, but it's made it really hard to tie everything down. Our whole navigation is, with our team, you want to appeal to everybody because all in all, everybody is a consumer. Brown said, but I have zero desire to be involved in politics. All right, so what this guy needs to do, let, take take the advice of Eric Zane here, okay? Um, he And Brandon Brown says he, he is a Republican, but he doesn't like make that known. All right, fuck all that. You need to lean into it and you need to actually, this is what you need to do. You need to start an apparel company, if it hasn't already been done, called Let's Go Brandon. And then uh, every every art of, article of clothing imaginable. Pants, put it on the ass, shirts, hats, COVID masks, whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. Dog gear, le- the Let's Go Brandon line. It's probably already been done. So you reach out to those people and you make them say, look, we want you to be uh, on the car. So it actually says, let's go Brandon.com on the side of the fucking car. All right. And every time he's interviewed, he's like, fuck Joe Biden. You know, if you really want to lean into it, you can make some money and there's absolutely an avenue. So who gives a shit? Uh, who thinks what? All right. Quit trying to be sensitive to this. You're not going to be able to do anything if you're uh, limping around trying to thread the needle and not offend anybody, take it from me. You got to plant your fucking let's go, uh, go fuck Joe Biden flag right now and tell that motherfucker off. Okay. And you just, I mean, do the race wearing a Joe Biden mask. If you have to, I don't know, whatever time announce that you're going to suck Trump's dick or something like that. Who gives a shit? So in the end, you know, there's definitely money to be made if you would just uh, quit being a pussy about it and just say what you want to say. Okay? The day I started doing that on the podcast is is when I really started to enjoy it. That's when I started to have success, when I started telling everybody to go fuck themselves. That's the only way this can be. You can't sit there and try to keep everybody happy. Fuck that shit. You were dealt a hand. You didn't You didn't want to be dealt into it. So what the fuck are you going to do now? Sit there and be a pussy? Own it, man. You're the guy. You are the face of the Republican Party. It's going to be you. Um, who's that fucking guy? Nick Sandman? Who else? Who else has been a big lightning rod for it? I don't know. Think of anybody who's been uh, a, a part of this whole shit show. All right. On January 6th, you want to, you know, do some insurrection shit, some crazy stuff. Maybe throw a fucking fire extinguisher at a cop. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, 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 Hate on Colin Kaepernick. Say that Chauvin got a raw deal. uh, Announce you don't like black people or something like that. This is all shit that you should do. And you will make so much money because these butt fucks love that shit. Okay. You should have been in Richmond, Virginia when they ripped down the stupid fucking statue, okay? And protesting in your Let's Go Brandon shirt. I'm telling you, missed opportunity here. Quit whining about it. All right. 
Dear Meathead brought to you by my friends at JM Synthetics. Online at jamsynthetics.com. Amsoil products. Here we go. Hello. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm well. Good morning, honey. Good morning to you. What's uh, what's going on in your world? Well, uh, quite a bit of the ice got shoveled. Um, there's a mysterious person did part of it. I don't know who it was at the crack of dawn. Oh, so a... Uh, bang, 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 chopping up the ice and all that. All of a sudden... Well, it's totally cleared up. Are you well, saying that uh, that some but good last night? I put quite a bit of time in it, um, uh, but there was a sheet of ice all all over. So, are you saying, Dad, that some person was helpful in the neighborhood and helped you guys? Yeah, somebody in the front, because the front about fifteen yards or fifteen foot of it, it was glass. Uh, okay. And I couldn't, I didn't want to walk on that. Yeah, yeah, but that's, uh, that's super sweet. You obviously have some, yeah, uh. Yeah, I, I got some fans in here. Joanne thinks it's the neighbor across the street. That's the guy who has the, he doesn't like Joe Biden across the street. Yeah, right. He's got, he's got the flag. It says Joe Biden is not my president. <laughs> I don't know why. Joe Biden didn't do nothing for him. And well, yeah, he's anybody. he's not happy. He's probably one of those people. He's probably one of those people who thinks that the election was rigged. I don't know. Oh my God, he is our president. You know. Right on. Now it's is now does Joe now does Joanne agree with you or does she not like him either? No, she she does not politically does not get involved, and I don't like this. I don't like that. No, oh. Okay. Gotcha. I respect him. Okay. So as far as that goes, but I have a comment to make, so I need uh, to take the, take a hold of this conversation for a please. Oh, well, go ahead, Dad. The floor is yours. I would like to take this opportunity on my behalf and my dear, dear, dear wife's half, Joanne, to thank your audience that there's such loving people that have actually tolerated my shenanigans oh come on they 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 look uh, forward listen, to this i really love them dearly i want to wish them on my behalf and joanne's behalf happy new year and of course Merry christmas is gone and many many more wonderful happy years for the rest of their lives yeah. well that's, you that's know i want to say well you know uh, uh some time ago uh you too won their hearts i mean i have several people that say to me regularly that uh you two are the favorite part of uh every week for them you're like the highlight oh thank you thank you so much that's exactly part of it too these people are just great great people and i know some of them i met about eight or ten of them out there in that uh uh party that birthday party we went to yeah i just i've been the graduation yeah yeah. It was. Oh, they they loved you. They got all the pictures with they you. Me so much affection. It was just uh, oh, overwhelming. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, what the heck was I going to say? Um, oh, I shared with them um, uh, the video of when I told you the joke about the tow truck. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I I I, pl- I played that for them, and the, and everybody thought it was fantastic. 
You talking about me standing up? No, um, you driving or when you messed it up? No, no, no. Do you remember when I was um, uh, at your house and I told you a story about a cooler fell out of the back of someone's truck? Yeah, yeah. And then there was a tow in there, and you said, "What did you do next?" And I said, "I called the tow truck." <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You you remember now, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Well. <laughs> Man, next thing you know, I'll have these guys living out of my house. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I've got a number of things to run by you. People have um, uh, written in, Dad. I would like to read them. Is that uh, okay. is that okay? All right. Uh, Lisa writes, Dear Meathead, I hope your Christmas was merry, and I wish you well and good health in the upcoming new year. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Is there something that you want to accomplish in 2022? Well, first of all, I thank you so much for your kindness, Lisa. That's Lisa, right? Correct. All right. But I'm not a resolution guy, the type of a guy. Uh, I just If I have a decision make, to make, I'll make the decision and just follow through. Uh, but basically, no, I don't have any res- specific resolution to make. Uh, it's, it's just not part of my makeup. Okay, so you're just going to kind of lay low and take it as it comes, correct? That's, that's, uh, I take a day at a time in life, and uh, yep. that's how it is to it. Hey, that sounds like a retiree. That sounds like something I would like to do. Oh, but I'm a very busy guy. Well, then, I have a little story to tell you about during our sleep. At the crack of dawn this morning, we're hearing something like, bang, bang on the concrete of my driveway. I've got a very long driveway. Uh-huh. And, of course, yesterday I was trying to shovel the ice that was had built up in there. I did quite a bit of that and uh, pushed it to the side of the driveway. Uh-huh. We kept hearing this bang, 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 bang noise. Like somebody had a apparatus in their hand was chopping the ice. Right. Like a shovel... Well, yeah, yeah. It's like they invented. In the right. It's like I they. Uh, it was wrong. My neighbor across the street. Uh huh. So wait a minute. Are you suggesting? And I that this morning with him that there wasn't him. So okay. You, okay. So uh, you're suggesting that he had some type of tool used to shove snow. I know what the tool could have been. It was the tip of a shovel. Oh wow. <clears throat> Or something. I have a special tool for that. Oh, you do? It's not a shovel. But it really chopped the ice right off. Uh, okay. But this was, I don't know. So this morning I talked to Ron. I called him up. Hey, do will you do all this? And all? he said, no, I never did that. And my driveway, most of it I cleared yesterday, but quite a bit of it I couldn't wow. touch. Because if I walked on that, I would die. Now, now let me ask you something. I would you slip so- off and yeah. kill myself. Now, now Dad, you... you- it's clear. You must have a pile of snow and ice off off to the side now, right? Nothing. Well, did it all melt away? I bet you that's what whoever did that shoved it all over us. Maybe that just melted by itself. I don't know. Well, I was good. That was 6 a.m. Okay. But there was somebody banging something on my concrete. Oh, man, that's a mystery. That sounds like a mystery, Dad. You should probably get to the bottom of it. I suggest uh, I suggest banging on everybody's door and asking. I 
I think I know who it is. Okay. Only, only one person would be doing that. That's a guy across the street, his stepson. <clears throat> All right. Excellent. Um, Aram, our good friend Aram, writes. Yes. Hello, Aram. He says, uh, Dear Meathead, if you have a buddy who's known as Chris and he decides that he is wants to be known as Christopher from now on, should you try to do him that courtesy? Yes. How should he deal with someone who says, no way, you're making a big deal. I'm going to call you Chris. Is this friend a Mickey Mouse guy or what? No, that's his makeup. Why, why, why mess around with something little? That to me is a little item. <clears throat> he likes to be called Chris or Christopher, and someone is used to it. It's going to be, <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah, it's okay. It's going to stay with uh, yeah. what he is used to. Okay, so don't make fun of him or anything. Uh, just don't make an issue out of it. Gotcha. You know. Okay. Aram also writes, hey, let's say uh, a guy is with his friends at a pub. They're eating food, having drinks. And the one friend is laughing and talking loudly. Uh, if nobody else complains about the volume... Is it appropriate for this guy to say, hey, come on, keep it down? Or should this guy mind his own business? Please embellish. Well, that's, uh, first of all, I, I can't understand the guy that wants to, it's either personality or a habit or lack of pay, people paying attention to him. So he chose to take that route Yeah. by speaking loudly and yeah. get Getting the attention. So basically, you got a real loud mouth who, uh, you know, probably you got a loud mouth. Yeah, using bad language and and people yeah, there. Using a bad language, I'll let them know. Oh yeah, yeah. This person's probably doing all that, and, and uh, I would. I definitely would not stop. I'd yeah. get up and walk the hell out of there. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a good idea in the future. Yeah, why get all the other 17 people that are around all upset and upset? Yeah, and you know, I mean, come on. You, you, you can't, why can't you just talk in an inside voice? Well, if, he, if you can't correct them in a, strange, I mean, a nice way instead of hurting them, uh, just back away. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, it's always weird when you tell somebody, hey, you're... You're you're talking way too loud, and then they get all they they act like you just stole their birthday. Sure, but you know this gives me an idea, really. Yeah, peacemaking is a tool that a lot of people don't have it in their makeup. Uh, don't don't ignore people, but don't insult them either, just so that it would suit your personality. So, uh, you know, so find a find a clever way to tell them to quiet down. Uh, I I walk away. <laughs> okay, I get away from them. Settle the problem by running away. Uh, it doesn't accomplish anything because if that's his personality for the last thirty years. Oh yeah, it is. It has been. He ain't gonna get rid of it overnight. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I took some notes. I wrote, peacemaking is a tool that a lot of people don't have in their makeup. That's right. <laughs> you know, I was, I myself was a miserable character in the years of past 
uh, I crawl on everybody's. Yeah, know. yeah. And uh, I won't take no crap from anybody. No, no. I totally change my own character, and it stays with you now. Yep, yep. It happens. It happens. Okay. Um, let's see. Joe writes, Dear Meathead, I've been a grandpa for 17 months, and my granddaughter is just starting to talk. Her mom wants wants her to call me Papa Joe. Do you think it's disrespectful to call grandparents by their first name? So No, I never thought about no, that. But so, I think it's cute that you call him Papa. Papa, Papa Joe. What about Papa Rob? I mean, that's... that's, that's no, I don't care. I don't care. But if I maybe somebody is calling me Papa Rob. Papa I, know, I know that my yeah. kids call you Papa Rob. Yeah, but it don't matter to me. No, I mean, that sounds like this guy Joe is kind of a... You know, this is a strange thing. That what you a just child. Subject up in my mind that I had really not given a thought. People... He's clearly stupid. Just with the tiniest little issue from someone else yeah take your personality of why do they do that yeah that's what i'm well, wondering about that's, this that's what all they learn to do yeah yeah this guy <laughs> you know, what the hell? yeah this guy joe i've met him he seems like kind of a crackpot i mean can you imagine getting upset he's probably gonna yell at the baby if the if uh, when when the kid calls him papa joe yeah shame on him if he yeah. does that yeah uh, that's that's what I predict is going to happen. He Take see- a little kid and teach him how to talk to you. Right. That's <laughs> that, that's how I see this going. Dennis writes this, Dear Meathead, have you ever been to a rock concert? I, I think I have. Yeah, twice. Yeah? What did you... What 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 have you seen, I'm Dad? Bob Seger. Yes. Yes, you have seen Bob Seger. You saw him way yes. back... You saw him way back in the day, and then I brought you to see him. Yes, yes. I was awesome. He's in, the, in fact, he's a favorite. He lit our lighters and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember, we had the lighters turned on and uh, welcoming you and all that jazz. I remember the day that you showed up to pick me up at Mom's, and you had that Bob Seger T-shirt on that you got at the concert. And I was, hey. it was, uh, I was like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Because I mean, when you live with me, you didn't listen to Bob Seeger. You listened to Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> that thing changes. That's why you left. <laughs> I left because I want to listen to that guy. Yeah. You like transformed. You had straight hair when I, when you were married to mom. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then the next thing I know, you show up. No straight hair, curly hair, no glasses, Bob Seeger shirt. Uh, I'm like, what? who are you and what have you done with my father? Well, for the first time in my life, I felt free. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you, that had a, a adverse effect, uh, excuse me, adverse effect on uh, my uh, dearly departed mother. She was so pissed that you changed up your look. She was furious about that. Well, everything you did. If if ba- Listen, if baby Jesus came down from heaven and said that you were the chosen one, she would have kicked baby Jesus' butt, Dad. Well, yes, you're right. But let me tell you something. Uh, 
that's probably has been in my makeup for years and years and years. I know. That I have repressed myself. I know. Or I, but not to do that. Yeah. Because of my marriage. Right. Yes. She was holding you down. That's right. I mean, and I don't I even say do that. Yes. That I could not do. I'm not saying that, and I'm not. I know it sounds disrespectful, but I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes people do no, that. No, no, no. You know, and uh, but uh, yeah, it was so crazy to me. I will never forget that. But uh, you know, you know, it uh, it ended up working out. But um, you know, letting ninety uh, percent of people that I met, they liked it. Just different personalities. Yes. Right. I mean, my I God. I real personality that was dormant in right. me. Well, let me just tell you this. Had you not uh, changed your hair and let yourself and let the animal out of the cage, Joanne yeah. jo- jo- Joanne would have said, who is this nerd? She never <laughs> she never would have uh, she never would have uh, wanted to date you. Yeah, I mean, Joanne was a very, very attractive young lady. Why? I mean, she still is. Why? And she wouldn't be running around with some dork. Well, I don't know. I got a character. She said she wouldn't have run. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Dean writes this. Dear Meathead, what are your plans for New Year's? You got any plans, Dad, for New Year's Eve? Oh, really? Just, uh, 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 yeah, we, we just, uh, we're uh-huh. simple, uh, celebrators. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, hey, I'm right we, there with you. We have a, a bottle of wine we had, we used to, uh, imitation, uh, imitation wine. Fruit juice. Uh, yeah, it's always fruit juice. Uh-huh. Okay. Take a sip of that and. Good night, darling. I love you. Yep. Good night. Another Good year. Bit. Another year in the books. I love it. Hell, I um that's more um um crazy than what I do because if I had my way, I'd be in bed by nine, but Diana doesn't let me. She makes me stay awake and she hey, makes, Diana yeah. Is a live wire. Oh yeah. You know, so um and then he also asks, What is the wildest thing that you can recall? on New Year's Eve, maybe like a party or something like that. I'm guessing it might have been, uh, involved some uh, uh, Budweiser's. Uh, please. Oh, I party. Uh, oh, I... <laughs> what did I do? She says, I went in a ditch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when you quit drinking. Oh, was that a, was that a New Year's Eve thing? Apparently it is. She okay. That. I don't remember. All right. So. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I drove up. I know. I was trying to go back to the trailer we had up there. Oh, my we God. Were you, there's a ditch there. And there's a, yeah. Oh, I went no. into the ditch, and I was there. And I had a buddy of mine down there. Not a buddy, but a neighbor. He come out there with a huge rope, and he had a big. Yeah, uh-huh. Yanked me out of there. Okay, thank God, man. The yes. cop, if the if the sheriff showed up there from Crawford County, you'd still be in jail That's now. <laughs> he did show up. Oh, he did. Joanne, he says he. Joanne says they did show up. Oh, I don't it? remember uh, yeah. how the incident went. <laughs> oh boy, you got lucky. You got lucky. Oh. Let you go. Joanne says I talked very nice to him. Yeah, the neighbors stuck up for you. Okay. Oh, well, hey. I kind of do things uh, 
Yeah. I get away with a lot of things. No, you you always have. You've been quite a charmer, uh, especially back then. You had a way of uh, negotiating. Of course. Drunk or no drunk. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, uh, the most recent time that we were up there, when me, you, and Diana, and Diana got stuck in the sand on that guy's property, you weren't. Oh, yeah. You weren't. Oh, that was a close call. Yeah, you weren't really a charmer in that one because the guy started to give us the business, and you screamed at him and said, "Hey, I don't want a lecture." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're doing a nice thing, nice to talking for the guy. You're telling him you're sorry that this happened, you're and he's giving you the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That really ticked me off. I know it. I know. I just had that big stick in my hand. I know it. You did. You had the stick in. Thinking, well, yeah, I don't, well, I, don't do that. And besides, there were three, four of those guys. Yeah, the, I was waiting. I think you were about one more minute away from starting to swing that no, cane. No, I was up that you were so nicely uh, apologizing to the guy. I know it. And he has got the stupid keys in his hand. All he had to do, all yeah. that. In fact, we. Yeah, I know it. Uh, nobody. It was all confusion, but he was an idiot, and I'm glad uh, that that hey, guy. He, what, what has happened to him? I know what it is. He got sick of people doing that. He blocked it, put the gate out there. He had no business doing that. Yeah, and he did it well, and blocked everybody off. It is his property, but he what he didn't understand was. That was not his property. No, it was. It's his private property, and he, he owns it. That's his property. Yeah, but it's his, and Diana just accidentally wandered onto it. And I know. My God. Could happen to anybody. He's an idiot. The guy was an idiot. But uh, Yeah. All right, I got one more for you. Jesse writes this. Dear Meathead, uh, I'm having a dilemma. Um, my wife and I are not sure about getting children uh our children the covid vaccine uh the new variant is very bad and many children are getting sick so it worries me and makes me want to get them vaccinated however my wife is nervous that the vaccine may cause unknown issues you know you hear about that from time to time these people don't have any correct information and they assume that it's bad uh, he writes, this vaccine is very new, especially for children. We want to allow them to make their own choice. What? But they are three and six. So, so this guy is actually suggesting that his children decide on whether they get the vaccine or not. That's very foolish. Very <laughs> foolish. Uh, first of all, uh, if, if, this is apparently they're not educated. A lot of people are not educated on the medication no, of no. a vaccine. Uh, if if it did anything, it would be a mild situation, and it'll go away. A vaccine is a lifesaver. Of course, it is. Now we have been annually vaccinated for other issues. Sure. We don't have any situation no. with it. Uh, sure, and occasionally. It, it helps more than it hinders. Right, occasionally there'll be one that slips by the goalie for uh, the shingles vaccine, uh, tetanus, flu, COVID. That does happen, but the risk of that is astronomically less than the risk of death That's if you right. get COVID. Absolutely. You put it in the right words. So, uh, yeah. I think that's how they got rid of polio by the shots. So I guess if you uh, quantified it, because that's what some people are doing, if you want to talk risk, 
the risk of having anything negative happen because of the vaccine is ridiculously lower than the risk of sickness or death. I tell you what, when your kid's in the ICU on a ventilator, uh, you'll be yeah, you'll be kicking yourself. So I That's suggest right. you quit. Yeah, tell and your then if whoever you are. Yeah. Uh, don't ignore the science. Yeah, and and by the way, children shouldn't be making the choice about themselves getting the vaccine. Yeah, there's no choice. What so kind of a? Needle, you know they're gonna cry because they yeah. a needle in their body. Yeah, yeah. If you go up to your kid and say. So if that's the case, why don't you just go up to your kid and say, hey, uh, it's your choice. Do you want to go to school or do you want to stay home? Uh, what the hell do you think is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You know uh, what it is? Don't, don't make, you make that decision for that kid. Yes. You know what it is? You're going to vaccinate them. Parent, parents. Uh, Take uh, care of your kids. If you're a parent and you're under 40, they tend to make these dumb decisions like that. And and so many of these parents do this. It's like you gotta get behind the wheel. Don't put it in the hands of your kid, dumb dumb. Oh my god! Here's another thing. Now this is, I mean, this probably is a bad situation for for my bringing it up. I have a son that did not believe in vaccination. Right. I've actually spoken with the audience about this. Oh, you already have? Yeah, yeah. So okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you uh, say say what you want to say. And it was so strong that, hey, if I just keep away from it, I'll be all right. Well, the poor guy's in a hospital right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I bet My you. Son. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I, I, you know, he's lucky. And I hope that that's all it takes to get these knuckleheads to get the vaccine, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I can't be the judge of him. I'm not going to judge them, but I am appalled at their mentality. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I actually do judge people that don't get it, no. and I, I shake my heads at them, and I'm like, why? Stop, okay? You're gonna you're gonna end up in a coffin for God's sake, and then everybody's gonna no. be sad. No, I don't want to use this word, but it's ignorance. Absolutely, it's okay to judge them, Dad. We must judge them. In order to shame them into getting the vaccine. That's what we have. It's our job. Well, uh, they can tell me mind my own business, obviously. Yeah, they sure can. If I push the issue. Yeah. Well, listen, this has been yet another exceptional edition of Dear Meathead. Um, I mean, my gosh, everybody loves you guys. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna leave it right there, okay? All right. And... Uh, Hopefully we'll see you sooner than later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we had so much fun last time. I mean, that was really a, a great. Well, we always have fun when we when we well, get together. We always have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, next time you do come down here, bring my favorite dog. O'Neal. Yes, yes. It's a little bit trickier in the cold months because I don't have the camper, I know, but I know. uh, we won't do a lot of that in the cold months. Yeah, but he's awesome. He loves you very much. He lays right by my feet. Yep, he's laying right here by my side right now. Oh, my gosh. All right, say hello to the family, every one of them. Uh, oh, hey, and you know what? New Year to you hey. and all of the audience that are the super, super people yeah. of, of my time. So You know what? I uh, I actually forgot one question from an anonymous person, and I it just caught my eye. Can I, can I get one more minute of your time? For sure. 
Okay. This anonymous person says, Dear Meathead, um, I after several months of things not going well, I ended, I broke up with my fiance. And then after a couple of days of thinking about it, I regretted it. I made an attempt to take it back, but she refused, stated that we both stating that we both needed time apart to work on ourselves if we were ever going to have a chance. Currently, we have not been communicating. What would you do to get your girl back in a situation like this? There's not a whole lot you can do other than tell her how badly you feel for the error that you have made by breaking up. Yeah. Is, I... is there a possibility that we can forget about this? It taught me a lesson to know what is it that I have to do in moments like this. That sounds and good. That's all you can do. Yeah. Apology doesn't have any tricks to it. Yeah. Just it's short. It's a word of mouth and sincere belief in what you're saying. It's either plus or minus. So short and... You're going to break up by saying what you're going to say or you're going to make up. Right. So you're suggesting short and sweet, say it, and then hope for the best? You don't need to beg. Yeah. No. Just uh-huh. tell her, hey, I have made one hell of a mistake. I want to tell you I'm so sorry about that. This has become a lesson in my life not to do in the future if this ever, ever comes up again. There you go. I think that th- that is all, that all sounds excellent. You know, honesty is the key to a whole lot of success. <laughs> that is That is true. I got it down. Honesty is a key to a whole lot of success. Absolutely. Okay, Dad. Joanne, love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. I love you, and I'll, well, hopefully, see you next week. Okay, I hope so. Or hear hear you. I don't want to see you next week. No, I won't see you next week, but I'll call you. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. I love you. I love our audience. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, Halloween is coming, and... Uh. uh, well, no. Halloween is here, isn't it? No, no, yeah, Halloween is uh is well past. We got a we got a little little time to Halloween, Dad. Okay. Okay. Goodbye now. Okay, bye. See ya. Okay. There we go. Okay, let's uh regroup here on this. The uh, it's it's a little bit uh it's hilarious. Well that's not hilarious. It makes me a little sad when he repeats stories, which he did. That was a big one today. When he um <clears throat> he did the started out talking about the ice removal from his driveway. He went into detail about that and then three minutes passes and then he, it all started over again. So, uh, and then there's always these, uh, the poignant moments for him when he talks about how much he appreciates you. And that, that every time he tells you that he doesn't realize he had said that, uh, previously, but he, he likes to say that he loves you very much. Um, peacemaking, is a tool that a lot of people don't have in uh, something situation. Oh my God. Uh, that Okay. A lot of, a lot of tools that people don't have in their toolbox. That's what he said. There you go. Another rip roaring edition of dear meathead. I hope you enjoyed that. Whew. Very good.
thanks again for being uh, for participating. That 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 went much smoother than last week when I had to yell at you, which I hated that, frankly. Okay, where am I, dear Meathead? Brought to you by JM Synthetics. Thank you to uh, my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you're in West Michigan, get your vehicle repaired at Irvine, 616-532-6600. Seriously, man, uh, they they service all makes and models, European, Asian, domestic, hybrids, EVs. About the only thing that's not in their wheelhouse is uh, Volkswagen. Uh, If you're like me, smashing into curbs, you're going to need a wheel alignment. Uh, that's, that's something that I would, I would need simple as an oil change, fluid flush, whatever it may be, or something more serious. They can help you. They will ha- uh, help you, uh, ask about the loaner car so that you're not like, Oh my God, what do I do? I don't have a car. Holy crap. That is a thing. They can uh, help you by, uh, 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 giving you one of their loaner cars and, uh, off you go. 616-532-6600. The website is E R V I N E S or E R vines.com where you can see all of their amazing Google reviews. Irvines.com. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you are in the market for a mortgage, no matter where you are in the U.S., except South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, reach out to Mario. First thing you do, tell him you're an Eric Zane Show podcast listener. 231-332-6505. Thank you so much. Whether it's a refi, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, uh, you're buying a rental property, whatever it may be. And, you know, if your credit's great, this is super easy. You know, no problem. That's an easy one. But Mario is, uh, in addition to helping people with great credit, you know, occasionally you're going to get someone who's got a real stinker of a credit score. But just know that. Uh, you're not going to have that credit score for life. It's either going to get more terrible or better. And if you are able to get a mortgage, that Mario will work very hard hoping to get you a mortgage. Uh, pay on that damn thing for, I don't know, a year, year and a half. Make them on time payments. And uh, don't miss any. And your credit score improves. Then you re uh, you get a refi with Mario. That's the process. Yes, it took you an instant to screw up your credit. And uh, sometimes it's out of your control. Sometimes it's you're just a dumbass. But uh, that's okay. Flush that and uh, move on. 231-332-6505. Wednesdays, our Little League Day at TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. Reach out to my friends at TC Paintball. And uh, there you go. Okay. Uh, book a party at TC Paintball for you, the folks at work. Uh, team building Perhaps even uh, the neighborhood kids getting together, be the cool dad and say, hey, we're getting together uh, for this amazing uh, event. Everybody got the dads there, the kids there. TCPaintballGR.com. Uh, Little League Day is five. It's, five, it's at five o'clock tonight. So get there about 430 for the Little League folks. That's the one that's a kid who's never played paintball before and is concerned about it hurting. It doesn't hurt on Little League. They use the low-impact guns. Kind of uh, deal them in slowly on Little League. Okay. Eric's got to go tinkle. Stay right there. Okay? That's what you do. Uh, Hang on. uh, Hang on. I'll be right back with more after this. Don't go anywhere. John Madden has passed away. 
legend. Absolutely incredible. 85 years old. I don't know anything about the cause of death. They just kind of announced it. I was reading about the, um, this guy who was, uh, about the only thing that I didn't like was that, uh, years ago, back when I was with the twins, uh, we used to talk to Frank Caliendo who does that amazing impression of John Madden. And he had found out, I think he found out that John Madden was not fond of the impression. And it's like, how can you not be? That is absolutely hilarious. That's about the only knock I ever heard on John Madden. But this is a guy who um, played football and he's in the fifties in California and couple of injuries so he ended up getting drafted by the philadelphia eagles and then he got injured the other knee this is way back and so he couldn't play football but the quarterback of the team was a guy named norm van brocklin legendary name and um either he was the coach or the player i don't know at this point in time i just kind of glossed over it but van brocklin used to watch video or video uh, film of other teams and so Madden got like a tutorial on uh, football plays and, you know, coaching. And he's uh, he's got a master's degree in education. So he described it as merging something that he wanted to do, be a teacher. He merged his, his what he learned in the education world, getting a master a teaching degree or master's. And I forgot what that is. He's super, super bright. Uh with his love of football, with uh, various uh, nuts and bolts shit about it and how to coach it. So, all right. Then uh, he starts out, like, uh, working his way as, like, an assistant to the assistant and underling, uh, basically, and works his way into the Oakland Raiders camp. And then um, Al Davis turns to him when uh, when the coach they had quit on him and joined another team or some shit. And he goes, all right, you're in charge. And uh, lo and behold, uh, Madden, at 32 years old, is coaching the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I think to this day, he still has the highest winning percentage of a, of a team, of a man who has coached more than 100 games. And uh, so I think out of like the next six years, he went to the uh, AFC championship game like five times. And, and didn't get to a Super Bowl or some shit like that. Some crazy stat where the Oakland Raiders uh, would have great success and then they'd fuck it up in the playoffs. But then they finally got over the hump. Madden wins a Super Bowl. I believe it was like 76 or 77, something like that, against the Oak, uh, Minnesota Vikings. He's a champion. Okay, great. You know, and then that's it. He kind of rides off into the sunset. He... uh. I think um, the team started to get shitty, and he said, I'm out. I I don't want to do this anymore. He cited burnout from the game. This is like he's like 41 years old, you know. Stand by. The next thing you know, you see John Madden on uh, commercials for uh, light beer from Miller. Tastes great. Less filling. Tastes great. Less filling. Doing that deal. And, you know, everybody's like, holy shit. And he's got a great big giant personality and somebody who uh, uh, sees him. Uh, some executive sees him doing those commercials and says, hey, you know what? This guy, he would be a terrific color commentator. 
And so then, you know, uh, he, he does his first game in the NFL. And then the next thing you know, he's like the biggest name as uh, as a football announcer, as a color commentator. So they pair him up with Pat Summerall. And uh, there, there you go. There's a great clip that uh, Rob sent me of uh, John. Check this out. This is uh, uh, he. This is the old sounds of the game bit. All right. Here you go. John Madden. Now he's going to unload with that right arm. So Johnson has to get his load ready to go load to load. And the fans boo when you do that. Tough to stop it. Well, you got to. If a guy's loading up on you, you got to load up on him or you go backwards. And, and you better bring a bigger load. <laughs> okay. Then you change occupations. Oh, <laughs> there's, okay, now, the, part of that makes me think, hell, he knew exactly what he was doing when he when he made, when he he said statements like, you need a, you, you got to get a full load. Holy shit. Let me see if I can find a John Madden Miller Lite commercial. Start something good. Everyone wants a piece of it. Take light beer for Miller. Now there's lots of light beers out there saying they're less filling. Heck, that was the easy part. The hard part is brewing a light beer that tastes great. That's why light's always brewed only with the finest ingredients. To let all that great beer taste come through for guys like you and me. The taste that's made light beer for Miller, America's favorite light beer. Hey, I always thought it was easy opening cans. <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. We thought, oh my God. Boy, can I go for a nice cold light beer from Miller? So I thought I'd just pop in at my favorite hangout and have one with the guys. Fucking bust through the wall. Well, the whole gang drinks light. Oh, sure, there's a lot of other light beers around, but we all agree <laughs> the light beer from Miller tastes terrific. And get this, it's less filling. John, how many times have I told you, use the door, huh? I'm sorry. Light beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer and less. Okay, now watch. Here you go. I gotta say, light beer tastes great. And another thing. Frank Caliendo, John Madden. Thing about the correspondence dinner is you can make great jokes and nobody's gonna laugh at them. They're such assholes. My whole career has been based on on doing voices of other people. It's pretty uh, interesting. I I started out with one impression that's really uh, gotten people to know me. John Madden, the uh, football announcer. Some people don't like him. Uh, I love John. Watch how seamlessly he goes from Frank Caliendo to Madden. It's it's like, it's unbelievable. Madden, because he makes me feel smart. (laughs) He tells you things you already know. He doesn't give you any new information. Just sits there with the NFL skadoodle drawing circles on guys' body parts. John Madden will say things like, if if the quarterback, if he throws the ball at the the receiver, if he catches it in the end zone, then that's going to, 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 bow, wow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee, that's going to, that's going to be a touchdown. If Trump was there, he'd be like, I invented that. I did that first. Even my mom, who's never watched football in her entire life, is going, no, duh. And he says the same thing in the beginning of the sentence that he says in the end of the sentence. And I have no idea what he's doing in the middle. Then he'll wrap it up with the words, and that's what that's all about. When he says, and that's what that's all about, that's a Band-Aid on a John Madden tragedy, okay? Because he'll say things like, great football is about great football. And you have great football players playing great football. That's the best kind of football to play. But you have regular players playing great football. That's just regular great football. And, and that's what that's all about. 
that's what that's all about phrase leads me to believe he'd be great at the hokey pokey okay this joke sucks but he's still doing the impression and 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 everybody knows this joke sucks. You know, John Madden's probably in his bus somewhere right now, just practicing. You put your right foot in, you take your right foot out, you put your right foot in, you shake it all about, you do the hokey pokey, and you turn yourself around, boom! And that's what that's all about. <laughs> and I think he would be a great... I was thinking about this just for this audience, because I think he would be a great speaker for the White House, because if you ever asked him a question... Like, what, what do you think's going on with the war on terror? Well, I think that we have to do things that we do, and when we do those things, other things happen. And when the things happen that you don't want to happen, you've got to go back and think, I mean, what made that happen? And then you've got to think, hey, we can't let that happen again. <laughs> I think this audience is more in awe at how perfect that impression is. You know football. He loves this one player, Brett Favre. If you don't know who Brett Favre is, that's the guy from the end of There's Something About Mary. And uh, <laughs> he loves Brett Favre. I don't know what it is. Maybe because it sounds so good when he says it like Brett Favre. It just sounds perfectly. I'm, I'm waiting for the day where he does an interview with him because he talks about him so much. I'm waiting for the day where John Madden does an interview with Brett Favre. He's like, Brett, I wrote you a poem. I hope you like it. Roses are red, violets are blue. I might like football, but I love you. I mean, he talks about Brett Favre for no reason at all, you know? It's like somebody made a bet with him, said, you can't work Brett Favre and everything. Son of a gun, I can't watch this. He's like, one day he's talking about hybrid grass. Like, half of that grass on the field is real and half of it is fake. But Brett Favre is all real. You owe me 50 bucks. Brett Favre. <laughs> is the greatest player in the world. I mean, you can get on both his eyes, both his legs. He would still be the best torso in football. That's how good Brett Favre is. I mean, Brett Favre can throw a football 200 yards underwater. I can't even throw a football one yard underwater, 200 minus one. That's 199 more yards. Brett Favre can throw a football. I see this. Uh, uh, Letterman. New York. Now, uh, what about that Super Bowl? How about those Colts? And it's interesting because halfway through the year, everybody was uh, demeaning the Colts' defense, said that the Bears had the greater defensive power, but yet, as it turned out, it was the Colts who played the better defense. Yeah, and the thing was they tackled, Dave. Right. I mean, you, you go out there, and it, as I said a million times, if you tackle, you got a chance to stop them from, from right. scoring. And, yeah. and that's what they did was they, they went out there and tackled, and they were tackling a lot. The Bears didn't tackle as much as they did tackle. Right. And, and that, that, you know, that's good. And the Bears had a great defense. I mean, I mean, I mean, you look at it. You think, hey, these guys, you think these guys. He sounds more like Madden at the correspondence dinner. I think he's letting his guard down when he's on Letterman. Well, all underwater, and he can hit any target he wants. Shit. Um, then the influence of the fucking video game. Holy crap. I remember playing a Sega Genesis, the first, the first one that came out. And thinking, this is the greatest video game that I have ever played in my entire life. I was a young man, probably 20 years old, 22 years old. And uh, Kyle, why is Kyle writing Frank was special? Frank's not the one who's dead, ding dong. John Madden is dead. Uh, and then th this video game, I mean, you know, the the and he used to sit down and, and help them uh, uh, come up with the video game making like he was involved in the process with making the video game. The guy was so well respected 
that um, the NFL, he would help with rule changes in football. They would like, okay, yeah, we're thinking about this. Let's ask John Madden. And then finally retired uh, from uh, from doing football games and has able to uh, been able to uh, you know enjoy his life doing what he does privately, which you just didn't hear of, hear from him in any way, shape, or form. But eighty five years old, and then uh, uh, I don't know if it was a, a sudden passing or what, and intensely private. Uh, always uh, fearful of airplanes. Never, uh, I, I I don't know how he did it when he was younger, but uh, he when he finally had. Uh, the ability to just jump on a bus, the the Madden Cruiser, he would travel. Now, that is fucking sweet. Even though his risk was exponentially greater in dying in this fucking bus that he's in, um, he didn't care. He did not. He was intensely afraid of being on an airplane. He's like the Duke, Jonathan Mardukas. Who gets that reference? Does anyone get the reference to Jonathan the Duke Mardukas? And dead at 85. Rick does not get the reference to Jonathan the Duke Mardukas. You idiot. Did you not see the film Midnight Run with Robert De Niro and the late Charles Grodin? Grodin plays the Duke. He's afraid to get on an airplane. He has to travel by train across the United States, you dickhead. Come on. All right. Rest in peace, John Madden. Thanks again to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. You guys are the best. 616-516-8579. After our service call, whatever you may need, reach out to my friends at A&E Heating and Cooling. You need a new furnace? Go ahead and get a couple estimates from the other guys. Make Joe number three. Don't tell him you're doing that. Surprise him. Zane told me to do this. Uh, this one comes in cheaper than yours. Can you beat it? Aye, aye, aye. He will. 616-516-8579. Installing the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. My friends at A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, dumpster divers. Okay, you know, if you need a dumpster, I mean, right now it's kind of snowy around here. You, you can still get a dumpster delivered in the winter months. Most people don't, though. This is the quieter season four, my friends at Dumpster Divers. But uh, you can still get a dumpster. 616-375-9962. The cheapest dumpster uh, in West Michigan, that is guaranteed, okay? You won't find it cheaper anywhere else. Get a dumpy, as Kyle would say, dropped off at your place. Uh, your place, Dumpster Divers, 616-375-9962. They also specialize in uh, demolition and junk removal. 616-375-9962. Uh, Okay, I got a suggestion uh, via email from somebody who um, heard me talking on the Patreon about the dum-dums who wait in line four hours for the stupid Star Wars ride uh, at Disney World. 
And then they get ready to go on the ride and they cancel. They, they said, the ride, the ride's broken. You, you got to go home. These people drive all the way across the country or fly to the wherever from across the country for this stupid ride. They, they, they wait in line that waste a whole day in line. And then my God, they have to go home. Uh, Coop writes with all the talk today of those assholes waiting four hours for their stupid five minute star Wars ride only to have it canceled. Got me thinking about the best thing that ever happened at Disney, the Disneyland family fight made only better by Eric Zane narration. Of course, with all the reboots of old TV shows happening, friends, sex in the city, etc., got me thinking, could we have a reboot of Fat Busta Rhymes? That's actually Tall Busta Rhymes, not Fat Busta Rhymes. Raining punches on anyone in sight that was related to him. Is this a rebootable moment we could bring to present time genre? Not sure. Either way, it was a great, easy podcast gem. He then adds, good podcast today as usual. Signed, Coop. I appreciate that, Coop. And that is a great idea. That is a fantastic idea, and I think we need to do that. Okay, this happened at Disneyland in Anaheim, California, at uh, Toontown, which is a place you can go, do your thing, have a great time at Toontown. And uh, I don't even recall if when... I, I can't remember how I used to do this, but... When I used to do the live podcast, I think this one may have been done when I was using Restream. So I think I could have shared the screen with you, but I I don't really remember. So I'm I'm a little confused if you've ever seen me do a narration play-by-play, which is what's going to happen right now. So this could be a first. I, I just don't remember how I did it. It just escapes me. Um, so, okay. I've got it all ready to go. We pick it up here. You can see they're in front of the Toontown house. You got the tracks for the little trolley that come through here. And we have a disturbance with the family. This enormous woman who looks like, uh, uh, you know, Shirley from What's Happening. Look at that ass. That you got to work to get an ass like that. Okay? What, I mean that is incredible. Okay? By the way, this is also a perfect example of how obesity affects women more uh, in a different ways than men. Men that this is called gynoid IB, uh, obesity, G Y N O I D. And um that is it uh, the fat on a lady accumulates on hips and butt. Men it accumulates on belly and up. That's android obesity. Her husband has android obesity, A for apple. Gynoid obesity makes a woman um, look like this. <coughs> That's what I learned in my obesity class. Shaved like a pear. It's not even mean. That's just what this described as. Okay, pick it up here. Uh, her brother-in-law is pissed off uh, at her. Okay. And he's, this is tall Busta Rhymes in the pink shirt. This, this guy's just mind his own business. 
Okay. He's screaming at her. And then this is um, his brother-in-law. Okay. He's just watch. He's got the kids in the stroller. I don't give a fuck, bitch. You heard that. Oh, no. She spits on him. I don't give a fuck, bitch. And then she spits on her brother. Okay. 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 You just saw a series of, I wouldn't even call those slaps as he winds up and kind of brushes her face. And then he gets, he makes this weird type of move where I guess that's his, I'm getting ready to fight dance. Right there, right there. Kind of pulls up his pants. Okay. Uh, Brother-in-law says, okay, motherfucker, here we go. Now watch the posture of these two idiots. Here comes another family member. She's working on her fat ass too, but she's not quite there yet. She's she's much younger. The, the you got the kids here in the double stroller. Like oh fuck, here we go again. Shit, this white guy is like oh I think this guy the the the, the dude with the farmer tan. He's like oh shit, shit's going down. In fact, I want to I want to see him again react to this. Okay, see this lady back here with the big titties and the Mickey Mouse ears? She's going to wander over. This guy's looking at his phone. All the white people are getting the fuck out of here. Okay, uh, fat bitch is trying to talk to tall Busta. And then he's, he's squaring up. So he's fighting two battles here, okay? Uh, Shirley, from what's happening, is going after tall Busta. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Shirley's husband is, uh, is involved in some type of slap fight with Tall Busta. Oh, no! Okay, here we go. The chick with the big titties, that's Tall Busta's better half, okay? The brother-in-law is squaring off. Uh, you know, when everyone's expecting him to zig, he zags and punches big titty bitch right in the fucking face. Oh, no. So now we don't know who's fighting here. We don't, uh, we don't, all these battles are, are going on. We have several fights occurring all at once. Okay, look at these haymakers that they're throwing. My God, look at that. <laughs> All right, we got a new player. Camel pants, black dude. I don't know. Scooter Fat shows up. When did Scooter Fat roll into this? Okay, Scooter Fat is mama. <coughs> That's She looks like Raj's mom from What's Happening. Lots of what uh, What's Happening characters in this. I always love how the kids are not phased. They see this every day in this loving family. Here comes mama. The kid's like, oh, shit. Look at the kid. Uh, oh, no, it's happening again. Scooter fat almost, the, the fucking scooter almost gets tipped over. All right, so mama gets out. Uh, camel pants, black guy, fat shack is, is trying to break him up. All right, it's going to end. It's all over. 
This is the end of it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Tall Busta now is making a beeline to Shirley from what's happening. Look at that walk. You know, I mean, he's got the look, and the walk is just, you can see it, ass-kicking. Oh, no. Pulling her hair. And, and, and Shirley, she's like, I don't give a shit. This happens every day in my household. This is no big deal. And I like how, why is no one kicking tall Busta Rhymes' ass? I mean, this guy should be, these two, um, his brother-in-law and uh, 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 camel pants black guy should be kicking his ass right now. I think tall Busta is the one who kind of rules the roost in the family. Calls her a stupid ass bitch. Okay, so now is this breaking up? Is this ending? I don't even remember anymore. By the way, I haven't really heard any words except for stupid ass bitch and let's go. These people don't really communicate with any type of spoken language. Okay, Tall Busta's wife gets it from Tall Busta's sister. She now is attacking, uh, is attacking Tall, is attacking Big Titty Bitch. Wow. Oh, no. Mama goes down. I think she might have just acted. I mean, that was weird because I didn't really see anything that caused Mama to go down. But Fat Bitch Mama. Wow. Look at, oh, God. People are laughing at her as she's laying there. Oh, she can't even get up. Okay, they're saying call security. Security is watching this on the video camera, and they're saying no one go. Let this happen. This needs to be talked about. No security allowed. This is the greatest thing that has ever happened at any Disney park in the history of anything. Let's go, Mama. Let's go, Mama. So now they're like, it's a meeting of the minds. They, they, they're, in agree- they're in agreement that they should stop fighting for Mama's sake. Fat bitch already was laying down on the railroad tracks. Oh, no! Tall Buster! Oh, no! He starts beating the shit, starts beating the shit out of his sister. And everybody's letting him do this. Okay, finally, finally, this this white guy comes in. He's like, "Hey, could you stop beating people?" Okay, now that one hurt her. That one hurt his sister. I mean, he hit her hard. This is this is how these people love each other. This is a this is a good day. They're gonna they're gonna eat together. Uh, there, there is nothing wrong in their in their eyes with this behavior. Wow. Okay, now this guy is not done. This guy needs his ass kicked so bad. Tall Buster rhymes. He says, I'm ready to go to jail tonight. Okay, now this is the plot twist. This woman right here, that's tall Busta Rhymes' significant other. She was on his side. 
Okay. Everybody's kind of scattered because mama went down. So they're like cooler heads are prevailing. He's beaten his sister into a pulp. His only ally in this is his significant other, the chick with the hair extensions and the big titties. Watch this. It might not happen here, but something bad's going to happen. Yep, yep, this is it. He grabs the significant other by the hair. Okay. And I think she says something about mama. And that that lights the fuse on tall Busta Rhymes. And this guy, look, I, I guess I understand why. Look at this Asian guy with the cane. Like, he's going to do anything. He's like, oh, holy shit. Uh, and, and, and this dude is a big, strong guy. I can, I mean, nobody will fuck with tall bust rise, but someone needs to kick his ass. Okay. They're revealing to tall bust rhymes that mama went down, uh, because of something that tall bust rhymes, big titty bitch did, but I think that's a lie, but watch the wires cross when tall Busta Rhymes gets that news. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. And now he starts beating the shit out of the white guy. He's kicking everybody's ass. Did you hear him? You hit my mama. Oh, I don't, I didn't see her hit his mama. Finally, five guys bring this fucker down. One guy puts him in a rear, uh, what's it called? A rear naked choke. Wow, that lady is a titan. Look at that. This is, look at um, uh, uh, Mabel, Mabel King, fucking Shirley from What's Happening. Look at her walk. Look at what she's wearing here. Holy shit. How did they even let her into the park dressed like that? My God. She's wearing clothes that would barely fit my grandson. Wow. Look at these guys. Like, we're, the, we're getting the fuck out of here. Okay, I'm jumping ahead. They finally let Tall Buster Rhymes up. Uh oh, uh oh. Is he gonna go hurt somebody else? I don't know. Uh oh, uh oh. This guy. All right, finally, after four minutes and 15 seconds. This security guy with the Mickey Mouse on his shoulder. Like this. He's like, what? You want me to go after him? Are you fucking crazy? My job is to tell people to get to the back of the line. You want me to go up to this seven foot tall black man who's kicking everybody's ass. Took five guys to hold him down. You expect me to do something with this guy? Oh, yeah. Well, he's he radios into the cops. He goes, yeah, we got a guy that you need to get here and shoot. Okay. 
we need some some cops here to shoot this man. All right. Whew. Shit. Incredible. Uh, Crank says, I like the red stripe on his pants. Very official looking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so spectacular. Thank you. Thank you, Coop, for suggesting that we go down the road of, uh, of you know, this great moment from Toontown back whenever this was. Mm. I wonder what happened to that guy. I forget. I hope nothing. I uh, nothing really deserves nobody. No, this is this is a normal way of living for this family. This is how they love each other. Uh, Chris quotes the security guard: "I make eight dollars an hour. I ain't doing shit." Aram says, "I thought he was a state trooper until I saw the mouse on his sleeve." <laughs> <coughs> Mickey voice. Hey, hey, calm down, motherfucker. Jesus. Oh. Love that so much. Thank you, Coop. Thank you very much for revisiting that with us. Okay. Uh, I'm out of time. I got to leave you with, um, of course, more sponsors. I love sponsors. Thank you. Um, and the asshole of the day. The asshole of the day, asshole of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bennett Flooring Installation, longtime sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you need flooring installed, and boy, do I, uh, 616-318-0167, okay? You're going to rip out the old flooring. You're going to buy the new stuff. More on that in a second. They are going to install it. You're saving yourself a lot of money because they're just basically doing the uh, finished product. But uh, go ahead and take care of the stuff you can do. And uh, unless you're some flooring guru yourself, uh, which most people aren't, um, I recommend having Bennett Flooring Installation uh, measure the room and let you know it's going to be a lot less than you think uh, to have it done professionally. Because if you screw it up like I would, uh, you know, you don't want to have to deal with uh, your significant other looking at you saying, you asshole. Why didn't you listen to Eric and call Bennett Florian Installation? 616-318-0167. Also, uh, Jacob and Jason, the ones behind the great flooring giveaway. Thank you so much for that. We'll do another one coming up in Easter uh, for the Easter celebration. It's very, very kind of them to do such a thing. So sweet. Bennett Flooring Installation, call or text for an estimate, 616-318-0167. Or if you miss any of this and you're too lazy to find it out on your own, reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com. The flooring that I want you to buy, if you are in West Michigan, is from where Kent, drop the E, at a U, works and runs, minds the shop, okay? Uh, Kent, the libertarian runs Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Okay? Just down the road from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. The discount outlet is truly a discount outlet. This is a giant warehouse-looking building on Chicago Drive behind Little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. Someone like, I don't live over there. Yeah, I know. Just shut up and let me get through this. 
for those that do, and 35% of my audience lives in West Michigan, uh, this is where you need to go. What they've done is they have become the only legitimate discount outlet in all of the great state of Michigan. Darwin, who owns Johnson Discount uh, Carpet, I'm sorry, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home, has the discount outlet, this giant building, so that he can buy from all the big manufacturers, Mohawk, Shaw, you name it, vast quantities of the most popular brands of carpet and flooring. Vinyl plank, tile, you name it. Ceramic. He knows it's going to sell, so he turns to these companies and says, I'm going to buy it in bulk. How much of a discount are you going to give me? Like, well, okay, uh, yeah, if you're going to buy a 52-foot semi-trailer full of it, yeah, you're going to get it a lot cheaper. So he negotiates that on his own. That's his job. So it winds up, Craig, I'm sorry, Kent has to then, Craig, Kent has to then unload it all. And it's priced super cheap so that you are getting the cheapest price possible. He's still making a ton of cash on it, but uh, the savings are 100% passed along to the consumer. So you hear this shit about inflation. Yeah, maybe, but you're still not going to get flooring cheaper anywhere in West Michigan. That is a promise. Go to the discount outlet, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home discount outlet behind Little Caesars on Chicago Drive. When you mention me, okay? When you mention me, you will get an additional 10% off of the already deep discount. So march in there, say, Kent, hey, how's it going? Eric Zane, he's going to be pissed off because I made fun of dumb, dumb libertarians today. Um, and then, you know, holy crap, he's got to engage you. You're going to say, I want this. You say my name. He's going to give you 10% off. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Discount outlet, Chicago Drive, in beautiful Granville, Michigan. And last but not least, the home of the potty mouth zaniac women, Bosco's Pub, where we are going to make a, a regular thing out of meeting over there. And that is just a good time to hang out and then, um, you know, have all these uptight Hudsonville people uh, look at Sarah and Amanda for talking shit way too loud. And then the Schaefer's are going to go out and put nasty shit on the back of my car, like homophobic slurs and stupid shit like that and get me killed by Hudsonville residents who hate gay people. That's what's going to happen at the next get-together at Bosco's Pub. In the meantime, Wednesday through Saturday, they open up at 11.30. Go get lunch or dinner at Bosco's Pub, home of the real poor. If you ask, if you get like a mixed drink, a well drink, whatever, they're going to put a legitimate amount of booze into it. Unlike at all the other area shitholes, that it's going to be a measured amount. You're getting a weak-ass drink. The home of the stiff drink, Bosco's Pub, part of Terrace Square, also along Chicago Drive in Hudsonville, Michigan. That's it. No more. Yesterday, the asshole of the day was the guy who pooped his diaper and made people change his diaper for him. What the hell? Rutledge D's the fourth. Who's your asshole of the day today? Oh, thank you, uh, Patriot Nick. He's still doling out tier one subscriptions to people. I see 
Wicked Kitten something. 13 just got one. That's a very, very nice gift. You are awesome. You think the Mickey Taser looks like Goofy or Donald Duck? Zildjian says, isn't that close to $1,200? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, all right. It might be. I Man, seriously, that is absolutely incredible. You are so kind. All right. Who is your asshole of the day on the Eric Zane Show podcast? Talked about my brother, Mike. He's on the uh, road to recovery. Uh, we have the magnet story put under the back of the embellisher, almost getting me killed. How about the crazy bitch on the airplane who smacked the old timer? I think that's got to be it, right? The hell is her name again? Patricia Cornwall. I love the old man. Good on him for showing the restraint because he didn't get any amount of trouble. You know, he didn't get in any amount of trouble. Patricia Cornwall is your asshole of the day. The crazy bitch from uh, made one appearance on Baywatch. Otherwise showed her clam and playboy. Uh, 51 years old. She is in jail right now. Uh, the Duchess of New Jersey refers to her as, as airplane whore. All good. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you for checking it out, including the hate audience. Oh, my God. Follow me on my subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash the Eric Zane Show. Let me put it in here. Reddit.com slash r slash the Eric Zane Show. Go there if you want to chit-chat about the show. I also am on Discord. How the hell do I link that up? Ah, whatever. I'll get it next time. Follow the show on Discord as well. There's always a chat going on. Something's happening. I can't even keep track of all of it. Have a great one, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye.